Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, the party journeyed to the sunless jungle of Ogdahar. But when trying to convince a dragonborn artificer named Bato to come back and help the knights, his machine exploded, and the party rematerialized one hour earlier where they entered the jungle. They were stuck in a mysterious one-hour time loop alongside another knight named Coach, who was a dwarf barbarian looking for his son. The group managed to get to Bato and convince him to help them save the realm. Upon arriving back in Glorn, they receive a distressing message from Raffaella. Drake Bloodmoon has been taken. gate chamber Raffaella is out of breath she has just run in panicked and uh, she said that Drake Bloodmoon who is the kind of unseen benefactor and sort of head knight of this area of the world has been taken or has gone missing and that's where we're going to pick up so what do y'all do go we go after him what do we know how can we find him we're good and good at finding people kind of our uh, thing yes well, you could call us the finders the f- find find us right um no well you you do do that but i don't have a whole lot to go on other than what gustavo has told me but you better come into the lobby with he might be able to fill us in a little bit better oh gustavo gustavo was the shape changer that you that originally Julius and some of you had n- known her him her as somebody else uh, the changeling and who had originally brought you down into the underdark and kind of brought you all together in some ways uh, he's sort of the right hand uh, person to Drake Bloodmoon um, so that's what you remember as you're kind of running up the hallway of the Grumble Gate. Uh, into the main lobby of Glorn Temple. And there you see a couple of people, uh, beings there. You see Gustavo um, in his changeling form, uh, male, pale, and uh, lying down on the ground. And he is uh, clutching his uh, side. Um, And there is a black oozing kind of uh, blood coming out, but there's some blackness around the wound and it looks uh, kind of festering and he's breathing heavily uh, one arm kind of supporting him Uh, right around him is uh, is Boone the beholder the pink beholder who's kind of floating and just looking very concerned with with his one eye furrowed and and all the other eyes are kind of looking around some of them look at you some of them look back at Raffaella some of them look uh, at the different doors and Lucky is also there trying to do some healing um, you see some glowing, radiant energy coming from his hands, but uh, he's just he kind of shakes it out and tries again. And you all kind of come into the main lobby area of the of the main part of the temple where all of the knights insignias are around you, the different banners from various realms. And you enter in and Lucky turns to you, sees all of you and Raffaella. Also, the um, the two dragonborns are uh, there. Uh, Bato, the dragonborn artificer, and his husband, Thress, who is very weak, but he's supporting, uh, are also kind of making their way up as well. And Lucky turns to you and he says, Nothing's working. I'm trying to heal him, but it's it's like it's not even... None of the magic's taking. It's just being absorbed. And you can see... Gustavo is down, uh, just breathing very heavily. <sighs> Hello, my friends. I'm, I, I'm sorry we are meeting under these circumstances. <coughs> Do you want me to try to help? Um, and Lucky says you can try. I've been trying to cure wounds, and I, I don't know, I don't know what else I can do. Honestly, I'll, I'll try to lay on hands. Lay on hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to, how much do you want to do? So actually what I would like to do is five points towards trying to neutralize any poisons 
uh, that may be in him, and then uh, 20 towards actually healing. Okay. All right. So with that, Melvin comes over and uh, his healing energy kind of calming. What what color, what does Lay on Hands look like for you? What is, is it radiant, damp? Is it radiant energy? Is it blue? Is it like green? I'd say it's like a greenish radiant energy. Okay. So this kind of greenish uh, soft glow uh, comes out. It's a little bit of nature. These little kind of almost firefly kind of green specks form in the air. And uh, Gustavo breathes for a second. You can see this black kind of ichor around his, his chest sort of recede in and fade out into uh, clearness. And then it's just blood. And then uh, as you continue to heal him, the wound can uh, starts to close and mend. Um, the blood is still there, but uh, it is it is healing itself. And Lucky kind of looks at you and like, oh, my goodness. Well, you must know something I don't. I, I tried everything, but what do you think it was? I, I think it may have been that he was poisoned. And Gustavo says, I very much think that's what it was. In retrospect, thank you, my friend. He puts a he puts a hand on your shoulder and he says, I I was very worried for a second there. There's something that they stabbed me with those it was the purifiers. When they came in, they they attacked me and they, they took Mr. Blood Moon. The purifiers. They, those folks yes. from up in the city and the, the clerics people. Hmm. Yes. Yes, they found they found where we were hiding. It's I don't know how it's we we keep very as you know. Mr. Bloodmoon likes to stay in the in the shadows. He likes to be very secretive and you can see he's kind of like gaining his his uh, second wind back. He's kind of sitting up a little bit and just kind of rubbing his uh, where the wound was. I'm like, that's magnificent work. I don't even see it anymore. Um, we we were hiding and uh, well, I mean, we were in the, the hideout, the safe house and all of a sudden they just appeared. They poof, poof, poof. This um, teleportation circle similar, similar to the ones that you all use here, I, I'm assuming. They all came through. There was a mage and several purifiers, uh, four or five of them. It was dark. I, I, I don't know. It all happened so fast. They stabbed me with this this poison dagger. and uh, they, I saw them as I was fading out. I, I saw them uh, put a hood over his head and, and, and they, they took him through the portal. I'm sorry, I, I don't know where they took him. Well, we've been in there recently. Uh, maybe we could go back. We talked to Norris and Drill recently, and... Uh, you talked to High Cleric Drill? Did, uh, yeah. He helped me with a little being dead problem. Oh, no. I, I am sorry that that happened to you. I'm glad you're safe. I mean, I'm very glad, because otherwise you, you saved my life. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, uh, uh, we needed to tell, talk to, to Drell to save Melvin's life, who now saved your life. So, in, in retrospect, it makes it kind of okay if we may have accidentally given up some information in that process that could have possibly maybe led us to this point as well. It's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a circle, if you want to look at it. What did you don't make an omelet without cracking exactly. a few eggs, dear. But what did you, what did you tell him? What what information? Anything that would have given away? Did you did you tell him anything about Mister Bloodmoon? Uh, no, actually, too much. Only that we talked. No, we to didn't him. really know much about him. He had us under a, uh, a zone of truth spell, but luckily we didn't really know that much about him. So I don't think so. But uh, he was definitely already after Blood Moon, for sure. Yeah, and Raffaella says, Well, we 
we didn't know anything was wrong until we we were actually contacted via message um, Gustavo to tell Mr. Blood Moon about all of the good things that you your group had done the the um, searchers I the finders I, I can't remember what you refer to yourself as um, and uh, and there was no response and and we uh, lucky was sent uh, to search out um, kind of found his location and and um, it was rather quick and and he uh, came back um, with Gustavo in the state. All right, well, any ideas? Uh, if somebody could just tell me where to punch, that'd be great. I'm afraid I'm... I can also kick if that's helpful. I, or headbutt. As much as I, as much as I would like to um, point the finger at Nas and Drell, it seems that he's in the clear at this point. But but maybe the purifiers are, are secretly working for some mm-hmm. someone else. And and Gustavo says, "Well, they're they're not the most uh, uh, they're not the most friendly looking uh, of of folks. Very dark and shady and uh, kind of." pointy things uh, you know they carry I'm sorry I'm not as good of a fighter as all of you but if they have the ability to with this other mage that was with them I don't I didn't recognize him he was very creepy and pale and uh, it's a good thing that Lucky showed up when he did well perhaps we should go speak with Narsen Drell and see if he knows more uh, Raffaella says I suppose you could do that but I I still feel like there's something terribly wrong that he's not telling us and, uh, did you learn anything when you were in um, when you were in uh, Ogjaha uh, with um, I, I assume this is uh, Bato Bato says yes um, there was a misunderstanding about um I, uh, well, there's a long story. I'm sure I can fill you in at some point. I, I need to get to, uh, I need to get to the, the first night and where she is. Can somebody take me and my husband there? They, uh, they sent coach to find a blacksmith, uh, these guys, uh, well him. And, uh, they needed to forge something, something, something. They needed to work with a, a hard, a hard metal like that luminite stuff that, uh, uh, that that like uh, Kali Kali uh, was working with. Ah, uh, yes, the first that material that you brought back—that strange stone, glowing substance. Well, um, I suppose I can. Lucky, do you want to take them to um, Oakheart? I'm a bit tapped out at the moment, actually. I'm trying to heal, and I use some, some spells. I didn't think about the poison thing, but I don't really have that in my bag of tricks. So, um, if you could do it, uh, Raphaela, that would be uh, that would be wonderful because I, I I don't think I'd be able to take them until tomorrow. And Raphaela says, "Of course, I, I will. I will do that at once. It's, we must keep things moving, and I'm sure that." All of you can figure out the next step. If you need to talk to, um, if you need to talk to Nars and Drell, um, you might have to wait until tomorrow. Uh, are you hurt, or do you need to rest? Well, we got chased by no, a dinosaur we, uh, back there, but uh, yeah, it's a part of their long story. Really, it's okay. It turned into a lizard. Dinosaurs. I've always studied about them. Never seen one though. It was. They actually handled it quite handily. Thank you to ultimately no problem. Yeah, good job. Uh, but uh, I'm okay. Uh, is anybody? Yes, the time loop healed yeah. us. We all we all up for more adventure. Time loop. Do you? I'm sure I can't wait to hear about this. Well, um, good luck to all of you. Um, keep me informed and send me a message with your tattoos if you uh, if you need anything. Uh, oh, Theo, um, 
Was there something that you needed to tell me that there was a bit of a rush before you left last time and seemed like you wanted to tell me something? Oh, um, yeah, I, I suppose I wanted to ask you something, but I, uh, I'm missing, uh, I'm missing something. Um, could you, uh, possibly send me back real quick to, um, oh, the, the place we were before? I just oh. had forgot something. To Ogjaha. Oh, um. Hmm. Boulderbell. Yeah, to, uh, to old Boulderbell, uh, if you remember. Oh, uh, we um, had gone there. Well, uh, I think I we left, can't uh, something. go to the same location uh, there's a um, there's a bit of a, a a delay about going back to the same teleportation circle it's sort of prevents us from we might have to wait about um, a month or so okay. I'm terribly well, sorry well, I could okay. get you um, I could take you to somewhere near there but it might be a couple of days journey um, to get to there Oh, that's okay. I'm I'm sure. Uh... Is it a pressing matter? Perhaps a weapon or some sort of protection that that will aid us in the in in the in the battle with the realms. Well, in a way, it's a uh, certainly a, a piece of armor that can uh, unite people from around the realms. I tell you what, I'll uh, I'll just uh, <laughs> find my own way with it, and uh, yeah, meet up with you another oh. time. All right. Um... Sure. Um, well, with that, um, Bato and uh, Dress, you can come with me. And uh, they start heading down. She kind of gives you a nod. She gives everybody uh, sort of a nod. It gives Lucky sort of a look like, don't, you know, let's make sure you get this right, you know, and, and I'm leaving the castle to you. <laughs> and uh, they start walking back towards the Grumble Gate, uh, speaking in Draconic because all three of them are Dragonborn and they're, they're, they're just like, yeah. it's, but it's kind of pleasant Draconic kind of going back. Um, uh, Lucky helps up Gustavo and he says, um, uh, Gustavo says, well, I, suppose if you wanted to go back to um, our safe house, maybe you could maybe there would be clues of some kind uh, or or we could I could guide you back to um, uh, I could guide you uh, to the um, the high temple um, Lucky says or I could take you there uh, in about eight hours <laughs> if uh, all of us take a rest then um, I might be able to uh, uh, get my uh, my magic's back. Um, just need a bit of a refresher. And then I could teleport us there and save us some time because it would take longer than eight hours to, to walk there on foot, unfortunately. All right. Ideas, thoughts. Uh, let's take a consensus. So our uh, options are to go on foot. Yes. If you if you go now, um, it would it would remember it takes about for the nearest gate to the surface um it would take about a uh a day to get there we'd have to travel without stopping um and it would take you to the surface but it would probably be a, a rough trip uh, through the fog no offense and um, uh, we we might run into um some uh, drow and perhaps um snurf nibbling and um Anything else that might be down here? Uh, because there's a lot of monsters, and I don't like mm, them. So we were not fancy that. That is one okay. option. Another option is um, we wait for uh, Mister Lucky to get his magics back, as he said, and um, we will go in about uh, eight or nine hours. And I mean that feels a lot like working smarter, not harder. If I'm going with you, to be honest, I even though. Mr. Melbin, you helped me heal quite quickly. I also feel like I need to lie down. Losing a lot of blood is not a good feeling. I understand. I have been dead. Then we take a rest and perhaps a few of us take a bath. (laughs) Yes, because you are... um, Even though you went back in time from being blown up, you're still kind of covered in... Uh, it was a hot, humid jungle, uh, sweat mist, you know, and, and you feel like you're covered in little nettles and, and just, it just feels kind of like, kind of, 
swampy and uh, like and foggy inside of your outfits and whatnot. Like everything needs a good like oiling and cleaning and whatnot. Y'all y'all could refresh yourselves. Yes, yeah, swampy is not an adjective you ever want used to describe <laughs> your interior of your, your funk. Yeah. Um, there's also things you might you, you you haven't had time to really review, like the book that you have, Melbin. Um, there's other things, you know, like other materials that uh, that you have to look at, like notes you could compare. In the, in the I want to find out if Theo's had any time to read Huxtable's mm-hmm. Choice. There's also that. Lucky helps Gustavo to a room where he can rest. Uh, Boone makes you all a meal and you kind of gather in um, the dining hall slash conference room, uh, conference hall. And um, is there anything that you want to talk about during during this time of rest? I think we want to thoroughly or, discuss or our recent uh, events and what we know about each of the nights that we found and what we've learned along the way and uh, just sort of figure out if we have any clues that we might be missing in this time. Which we probably as and characters as Boone is bringing in uh, food, well. he's like, "Oh, uh, I can, uh, I, I can set up a, a board, and um, I have some chalk if you want to write on, on like, like, uh, like a presentation. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm really good at. Do you uh, have any red string? I don't. Uh, I could, I could try to find some. Uh, we could just start with a board. I might be able to. Uh, okay." And he, he, he kind of uh, telekinesis is a, uh, a slate board. Uh, <laughs> and he like floats over some pieces of chalk and <laughs> yeah, he starts bringing out some like breads and cheeses and things like that. Now, I will point out that when we when Melvin and I first came in in the prologue that we found that there was a bunch of the um, that this place runs by like one one religion at a time takes over and that they kind of run the show for however many years till whatever and like that the current one had put all of the other statues of all the other religions underground and like hid them away and was trying to do like some like one religion to rule them all thing in this place. Um, So Mm -hmm. Matt, I don't know if you have more details on those things that we noted from then, but that might be something that we could fill in the gang on. So that was Narsen Drell that was in charge, right? And he revealed yeah. to us when we met Nurse him that he well. was a member of the Platinum Syndicate, but he tried to tell us he was a good member. Correct. Right. Uh, keep your enemies close kind of thing. Yeah, the Church of Averos is running their own city watch called the Purifiers. They don't like you, magic. You guys, the, the, the three of you, Yenny, Igneous, and Deidre, were captured and being held under a temple of Averos, and that's where they rescued y'all, the, the, the other two. Um, that's where, and then you, so you found in sort of this like sub chamber of that temple, the, the side room, which had all of the, um, uh, statues and, and one of them, um, one of them, Mistra, I believe, uh, what had her, the statue had her head, uh, severed. <laughs> Yeah. And that like Nassandrel Averroes purifiers are like connected together and they hate magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that they're up to no good. Who was asking us recently about the different deities? Was that Narsandrel that was asking us about the different kind of deities that were in each of the realms? And they were all kind of like minor? Well, what he said is is when you mentioned all of the deities uh that you had run into um he had not heard of any of them other than lolth the goddess of the drow and shadow uh he had not heard of thorax ravella quasath or quasathu was later but uh, octavia 
He had not heard of any of these other ones. Um, so that was interesting. And he was like, there's something going on with that. Uh, but if you can find out anything else about like false gods or maybe new gods or something like that, there might be. He was interested to find out more. He because as a cleric, as a high cleric, he's very studied in that and sort of the gods and the history of demigods and deities and whatnot. All of you make a history check. You're going to dice jail day. <laughs> Thirteen. Seven. Five. Eight. Okay, as you're sitting there eating and you're like, what else? What else would make sense? Who? Uh, uh, Deidre, you remember that somebody mentioned something about um, like we didn't find out a lot about the god, but but there was uh, that that place that we went to in Coldguard. That vampire said we could ask him questions. Oh, yeah. He's very old and he would and he's like, if you ever need anything, you can always ask me that. That just kind of crosses your mind. Like, oh, you know what, darlings? I feel like we have an underutilized resource. Do you remember that that Victor von Schnall? Uh, that that did I do that wrong? No, no, it was good. Von, von Schnell. Yeah. Von, Sch von Schmallface. Right. Anyways, darlings. Uh, he offered, you know, to possibly lend us a hand, and, and I feel like in this particular query, somebody with that much time on the planet, and naturally quite a bit of social pull, uh, might be worth uh, paying a visit to. Just throwing it up. That guy, there was a it vampire, seems... and who I forced to poker dance when we left. Well, yes, I mean, obviously there are going to be repercussions for those actions, but I mean, we find ourselves at a time with with somewhat limited resources and, you know, might be worth exploring. Nobody's perfect. I think we will have the same issues getting there as we would going to, uh, to, to go back to wherever it was that uh, Theo wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We have to wait a month. Unless someone knows how to send a message. It, it, you, you remember the kind of t the terms or the sort of uh, the rules of returning. Uh, anybody that went can't go, but anybody, that, you know, so but that doesn't mean somebody else couldn't go. Mm. that didn't go. Right, could go through a, a teleportation to that place. Is there anybody here that didn't already? There are other rescued knights. Oh. Yeah, what about that guy with the black coat? You know, he's all like got the hair in front of his face and everything. Oh yes, I feel like him and a vampire would get along famously. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about XX Bloody Heart? Boone comes over and drops off some fruit. I think he left. He went. He said he was going back. Uh, he was going to, like, walk around, see if, what he could find. I told him it was really nasty out there in, uh, you know, the Underdark, but uh, he was like, whatever, man, I can take it or something like that. Well, Boone, you could He's go. really good at hiding. He could just be right here. You never know. It's very, a lot of dark cloaks. I didn't actually see yeah. him leave. In fact, he, I, he, I don't know if he asked, asked anybody to, on how to actually get out of here. It's kind of confusing because there's no front door. XX, um, so I don't anybody? XX, come in. XX, bloody hard. Are you here? Let's just talk. Talk to him through the tattoo, tattoo him. Oh yeah, you can always use your tattoos. I mean, basically anybody that has a knight uh, a tattoo, if you know who they are, you could communicate with them. So, are there any knights at that place, or maybe you could like send somebody to that place? And then talk to the vampire. Theo, why that. don't you try to contact XX Bloody Heart and find out where he is? Using your tattoo. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, Theo places a hand uh, on his X, tattoo. X, and... uh, XX Bloody Heart, are uh, you out there? <laughs> I'm everywhere. <laughs> I'm nowhere. Uh, a, a, a little beat, a little oh, okay. beat goes by. Um, uh, well, where are you, like, now specifically? Because we could kind of use some help. Oh, um, I got... 
I got kind of trapped in a closet. <laughs> I was trying to get out of this place, but I got kind of trapped. I'm I'm still on the grounds, but I could really use some help. Now, if if you guys could come help me. Okay, uh, we'll find you and get you out. Oh, uh, what did he say? He said he was in some sort of, uh, is there like a broom closet or something <laughs> that uh, oh. is near the exit? Yeah, it's actually a... <laughs> uh... Are you it's, sure it wasn't a metaphor? Is he in a metaphorical <laughs> closet? Well, there is a there is a closet on the first floor called the Boone Closet. It's where I keep some of my stuff. Um, people call it Boone because oh, it was... sounds like broom closet. But uh, I'll see if he's in there because it it actually you have to be a beholder to actually get out. <laughs> it's just a thing that the sorceress set up for me. Um, oh, I'll yeah. check to see if he's in there. Okay, this is all making sense. Yeah. All right, so Boone, Boone leaves for a second. Um, uh, Theo and Melbin, since y'all were sort of first on the scene with um, with Gustavo, uh, I would like you to make either a medicine check or an arcana check. I will do medicine because that's always good for me. I will do arcana. Also, twenty-one medicine. <laughs> twenty-one. 21 medicine. Okay. Uh, five. All right. Melbourne, the, the, you think back to the poison that you saw when you were healing, but in the moment you were so caught up in just trying to channel the energy, it wasn't, it was hard to pay attention. But as a passive uh, observer, Theo, you were able to kind of get a good look at the, the black uh, substance that was sort of uh, the poison that was all over, um, uh, that was infecting, and it looked familiar. With a 21, um, what you saw reminded you of somebody else that was poisoned, that you tried to heal with a simple healing, and it didn't work, and she died. And it was yours and Melbourne's um, uh, mentor who brought you into the night's Anastasia, who was also stabbed and was poisoned. And you remember now that uh, she was kind of under a similar effect. She was poisoned. Uh, Melbourne tried to heal her, but just heal. He didn't lay on hands. Um, and uh, and she unfortunately was not saved. Um, it's a very, it was a very similar looking uh, poisoning effect, almost like a necrotic energy that you've dealt with before in some of your battles, like with the, uh, with the lich recently in the castle. It had that same sort of life stealing black uh, necrotic energy. Melbourne, I'm think I'm wondering if what happened to Anastasia was the same thing that happened just now, that poison that she healed. Oh, if only I had thought to lay on hands at that time. <laughs> oh no. We didn't know, but it seemed like that same kind of uh evil dark magic. Maybe it's connected. Well then we must find these fiends and destroy them. For Anastasia. For her and you remember it was your it was your former ally turned betrayer Raleigh who is a half elf uh, rogue and she was the one who stabbed Anastasia and then ran off because right, one of them I think and Corbear didn't Corbear was or... Corbear was killed but then Raleigh uh, sorry Rayla Rayla was the one a half elf um, she was the one that was She's right. the one that stabbed Anastasia and then Rayla got away. Um, and Gustavo said that it was the purifiers, these dark, um, shadowy, uh, hooded people that y'all saw outside of the of the high temple um, were the ones that stabbed. So don't know if there's a connection there, but it's sort of going through your head. Uh, just then Boone comes back in with a Disheveled, but otherwise not harmed. Uh, XX Bloody Heart, a human and in two cloaks. Well, I decided to come back. It's a little hard to get around out there in the underdark, so I'm back <laughs> for now. Hey, you want to meet a real dark, creepy, cold vampire guy? That's what all I'm right. all about, so yeah. How do you <laughs> feel about... Uh, jaunty dance music uh, in two. I, I don't like right. that at all. Uh, how about uh, 
baronets. Well, if you had cast that, that Volca spell, um, Igneous, it probably would have Yeah, I feel like he's going to remember it, though. Maybe just, you go, don't mention, don't mention that I mentioned that. Uh, that's fine. You got it, Ignatius. Well, there is one problem... Oh, he's he's making uh, fun of, of my can... name. Is that what's happening right now? He's just misinterpreting my name because he thinks it's weird. Okay, that's fine. Continue. Yeah, I think he was making fun of your name, Ignatius, because mm-hmm. your name's Igneous, and he kind of yeah. said it funny. But the problem is, is that the only person that can uh, cast um, the the port- teleportation spell um, is Lucky, and he's resting. So if he casts a teleportation spell, then you guys will have to wait to go see Narsendrell another day. Man, so many conditions. XX, we don't need you. Go back in the closet. <laughs> All right, fine. Was, Raffaella was going to send go. the other ones to Oakheart. She, yeah, she was. She was going to send the others to Oakheart. So she's. She was doing that. Uh, Ganok, remember, uh, sent before you left, sent Coach and uh, Denden. Um, so that you're not sure how long that was because of the passage of time. But it seems like if you only had an hour and then there was another hour and whatnot, it was probably within, you know, the last couple hours. <laughs> That was probably three or four coach deaths ago. Uh, well, uh, uh, let's. Uh, do you go ahead? Do you want me to see if uh, if Ganok is around or or yes, Raffaella? Okay, I'll 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 be right back. And Boone kind of floats. You can see for the first time Boone is getting a little like. Uh, do these guys know what they're doing? Like, like I'm just okay. I'm gonna help no, you we out. Have no like idea. He's, we don't know. He's getting a little. He's getting a little worried, and but he's concerned out of concern. Like he's, he's like he's like a he's like a mother chicken. I mean, we're all gonna rest anyway, right? So in theory, in the morning, everyone should be rested up. They can send us to Valentrell and XX to wherever Vic was from. Yeah, in theory, and we'll all be good. Hey, uh, is there like, um, I don't know, like a forge or a, um, any, um, blacksmith equipment in this, uh, facility? Are you asking us? I just, if you've <laughs> seen it, if you've seen it around or has anybody seen a place like that? Did I miss a room or something? I didn't know there was a boon closet. Well, we do have rooms that can turn into anything, so if you wish wish upon a room for the blacksmith thing, you could probably have one. Boy. Hey, what if we just wish for a room that has that vampire in it and then go in? What well, if we're gonna if that worked, we could just wish for a room that had Drake Blood Moon in it and skip the middle man. I don't need to see the poker vampire. Well, why don't we do that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's go we, and try it. We, we haven't even that? tried it yet. We should do that. We should do that. That's smart. Or a portal to Drake Blood Moon. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, let's go up and, and try it out. We yeah. stop upstairs. Wish okay. <laughs> I, I wish for... I'm, I'm going to let this happen. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to wish for uh, Drake Blood Moon to be in a tavern uh, on the other side of the door. You open the door, and there is a tavern, and okay, it is good. it is lovely, and there's a hearth and a fireplace, and there's nobody in it. Okay, nobody's here. All right, close it up. <laughs> Okay, I read the portal. How did you know no one was there? What if he was like behind the bar? Or what if he was a stool? Okay, let me check again. (laughs) Next time I will do an investigation. Uh, Investigate, sure. 11. Um, Just looks like kind of an empty tavern. Okay, I don't think he's in there, uh, Yenny. Although you hear music, but there's no band. <laughs> Why? Where's that music coming from? Is it coming from Drake Bloodborne? <laughs> you don't. It, it's it's like this weird sort of ambiance music that's that's sort of in the air, and you and you try to find the source of it, and it's just it's just everywhere. Okay, it, I'm gonna close the door, and I'd like to. Uh, is this have Theo doing this or XX? Yes, it's Theo. Okay, it's Theo. Um. 
I want to think of a room that has a portal that leads directly to Drake Blood Moon. And Rebecca comes up next to you. Okay, hold on, girl. Hold on. Daddy's got you. Okay. And then opens. Okay, you open a room and uh, you open the room. And what you see is a sort of uh, recreation of the Grumble Gate, uh, which is where it's kind of a mile underneath you. Um, and it looks like that. Um, so you, you step inside. Guys, I think this one's going to work. Now go in and is there like an active portal happening? There's no portal. Dang it. <laughs> well, if we, okay. to where um, if we just order. get one of the sorcerers in like eight hours to come in here and focus on it, we can maybe use it. No, hold on. Okay. Hold on. All right. I close the door. <laughs> and I'm going to wish for and before you do that, you desk. see at the top of the stairs, you see Raffaella looking at you with very puzzled, slightly uh, perturbed look. And she's, what are you doing? Oh, well, we were just trying to uh, see what the power of these uh, rooms were. It can't we conjure any beings or, or recreate any magics. It's it's just it just creates the illusion, the illusory effect of of a place. That's it. That's it. Do you have any blacksmiths in here, oh. by the way? No, uh, not Forges? anymore. I just sent. Um, there's some rudimentary um, smithing equipment in um, one of the workshops, but it's it was set up by another knight um, a few years ago, but it hasn't been in use for a while. I, I don't think it's it would be better for anything than maybe some some fixes to some armor or whatnot, but there's Basic no supplies black in Basic black repairs and stuff. Good, good. And uh, what would you say your favorite kind of fruit is? Just off the top of your head. Yeah, My you, favorite just, kind of fruit? What does that have just, to do just with Just off the top of your head, answer the question. You could have answered it. Uh, a, a papaya, Good I answer. Think. And your know. ideal first date would be what? What? Uh, no, I'm not talking about this. The, the, uh, Boone said that you needed another teleportation. Yes. What? Where do you want to go? I thought I thought you were waiting to see Nars and Drill um, when Lucky healed up. Well, well, I think we wanted to go. Well, when see, any of us uh, healed up, really, because uh, Lucky are, is already resting. I've just used my teleportation, and, and Ganok is not back. Just in the meantime, we were just throwing around ideas, seeing if we might be missing any clues. Looking for a blacksmith, considering where you might like to go on a first date. We all answered earlier. We just wanted to include you. <sighs> Who needs a blacksmith? Oh, I think uh, Yenny was uh, looking for a yeah, blacksmith Yenny. or something. Good for the demon axe. Uh-huh. What? What was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. She holds up the axe. What? <laughs> yeah, it needs sharpening. Listen, I'm sorry that all of us are a bit tapped out. Uh, uh, Ganok went with Coach back to... Um, his his place, Iron Haven, and because he was curious about seeing it, and and Lucky and I don't have the, the spell capacity right now, but in in several hours we will, and we'll be able to take you where you need to go. Oh, it, so I suggest all of us get all some right, rest. All right. Sounds good. Is there anything you can we can help you with, or I could uh, help you rest, or anything like that? I've heard he's quite good at massage. She looks at Deidre kind of funny. Like, I mean, every once in a while, Melvin gets a cramp in his leg and I got to, you know, uh, uh, work out a nod or something like that. But uh, magic fingers. <laughs> I'll be all right. I do yoga. Ooh. OK, keeps me keeps me limber. Anyway, did any of you find anything about these deities, these uh, that that Nas and Drell was asking about? Well, we Any? wanted to send XX Bloody Heart to go talk to that vampire Vic fellow to find out more. Von Schnell. Yes, him. You know, he, he's, a, he's an old enemy of the knights, but uh, apparently he's changed his ways to becoming a bit of a, a gambler of some sort, from what you told me. I don't know what he would be able to help you with, but, I mean, I suppose we could try that. Um... Did, did you find anything in 
in Ogjahar or, or, or Boldabel? Well, there's this book. Well, why didn't you mention that in the first place, Melvin? What is the book about? I'm trying. I'm trying to find the exact name of it. It's uh, deities and demigods of the Fey Wildian court. Well, I suggest you look over that. Well, Maybe we it did. would give us. Well, you you briefly looked through it. You oh, okay. you skimmed through it. It was it was not enough to really go in depth. So if if you want, uh, she says, if you, I suggest you go through that thoroughly and try to find something that might be of use. Yeah, it looks We're grasping like, at straws here. Yeah, it looks like Deidre looked through it last time. Oh, okay. I don't remember anything. <laughs> you found Did, uh, some information on some, some gods and false gods. Tata- Titania, Rasalka, or however you say that, Enku, Saloon, and Lolf. Yeah. So if, if you want, uh, Deidre can give it. Yeah, so Deidre gave it to you, and uh, you have time now uh, during your rest to to look at that. Yeah, it's I'll read very... it over. Look specifically for any of the the gods that we are okay trying to find more so, about or uh, unknowns. Is everybody okay? Uh, just taking taking that time to to take a rest. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you all kind of div- divvy up. Uh, uh, don't credit yourself a rest yet, because um, because uh, we might have to talk about some things. Um, so Melbourne, give me a uh, religion check with advantage. Advantage. All right. Well, that helped. Uh, <laughs> nine. Nine. Okay. All my uh, dice you, are going to dice tray. <laughs> you look through this the deities and demigods of the Feywildian court by Archimedes Sveklandre is uh, the, the author that you find kind of in, in uh, inscribed in the center. And it talks of several of the gods and goddesses of, and their known history. Uh, the book itself is written more like a journal. Um, you tried to make it more of like, a, this is my, this, I decided to find out more about the Feywildian gods and goddesses and on my travels. And he thinks very highly of himself because I like am Dante's a great Inferno kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's, it is, it, it's, it's less of an almanac of like, alphabetical information but as it's more of like the, the chronicles of this adventurer and um, historian trying to gather information and find out stuff and you know uh, about uh, things that he conversations that he had with uh, you see that he had conversations with satyrs and boggles and centaurs sprites dryads uh, and through all these conversations he he learns about several key deities uh, there is information about uh, the ones I'm going to kind of point out. Titania, Saloon, um, Aragne, and Metre. Those are the ones that have the biggest sort of sections. We haven't so, run into anything about... Not, neither of those two gods were, were ones that the villains that we've defeated had anything to do with, right? No, but when you come across Aranye, you do recognize that name from somewhere. Somebody mentioned it. I feel like well, XX Bloody Heart mentioned it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember that it was from the house with the spider. <laughs> yes, because when you mentioned the the room with the spider on the ground, he said something about Aranye, and you're like, well, what was that? So do you want to spend some time on that chapter? Yeah, let's look at that. Okay, give me another religion check with advantage. Let's try my last two ones. There we go. Okay, that's a little bit better. Uh, Religion? Uh, 15. Okay, so the passage of Aranye says that he he finds his way near the summer court of the Feywild, and it goes on to describe a lot of the flora and fauna of this area. It's a lot more pleasant than the previous place that he went to and um, in the Feywild and there were no hags in this area but there was this uh, Feywildian court and there's a lot of sport that happens with this more recent demigoddess of the summer court who is a half arachnid and half woman um, having a penchant for making perilous deals, amassing power and she loves sport. Um, And there's a lot of uh, 
there was a lot of floating lights around her courtroom. Um, a lot of the people that she that he talked to, Archimedes, the author, talked to about Lady Aranye and found out that she hadn't been around as long as some of the other demigods, but um, uh, she was it, it, she was only around less than a thousand years, which is not that long for for a god. And that's kind of what that says. That's what you kind of glean from that. I would like to tell the rest of the party that, but also specifically, I'd like to seek out XX. Okay. Uh, Do you find XX Bloody Heart? XX, where are you uh, as you're in the downtime? In the darkness. <laughs> Shadows. Make make a perception check uh, uh, and, and um, XX, make a stealth check. <laughs> I don't have his stats. <laughs> you probably uh, succeed. Let's see. I rolled poorly. Uh, eight. 23. Okay. <laughs> so it takes you a good like hour. You're looking around and you're like hunting. You're asking people and you're looking in the goggles. shadows. And eventually, uh, eventually you see this, this slight, texture difference in the shadow uh, in the in one of the foyers and <laughs> are you just standing in the corner no you can't see me i'm <laughs> not here i hear you oh yeah i'm here what's up so uh when we met before i died you may recall uh you yeah that was cool no not so much uh you mentioned uh uh, in a Ranye? Yes. What do you know of this uh, this goddess? <sighs> Let's see. Um, half lady, half spider. Lives in the Fae. Um, always made deals with us. I had to work for her for a little bit to pay off a debt. Um, pretty dope. <laughs> do you um, know how to contact her? Yeah. You just got to go to the Fae and like, you know, you walk around a little bit and like eventually she'll find you. Hmm. Do you have That's like a, a Fae portal or the um, Fae wild portal or uh, anything like that? Well, we can't teleport anywhere until tomorrow. Yeah. Teleporters, man. It's, it's crazy. Well, Interesting. Uh, thank you. You can go back to standing awkwardly in a corner now. Yeah. Um, she's also in a fight with her brother, Metre or something. It's all pretty oh. fuzzy. I don't know. I saw words about Metre in the book. Yeah, like they're all kind of connected together. It's all a power struggle-y thing out there. One's trying to come out on top in the Fae. I don't know. I had to kill a bunch of people for her. That was cool. Hmm. Thank you very much for your help. I appreciate you. All right. Just don't look for me anymore. <laughs> Where did he go? Okay. I want um, my camel. I want my camel cloak back. <laughs> I'd go back and uh, talk to the rest of the party about that um, and suggest possibly trying to contact this lady Aranye. Okay. Everybody else. What is everybody else doing during your downtime? Have you gone into your individual rooms or are you hanging out together? Uh, I think if we were going to our individual rooms to take our prescribed rest and cleaning, I'd be like, uh, Hey, uh, Theo, yeah. Could I uh could I stay in your room with you? Oh sure, of course. It, I was actually gonna uh do a couple chores first, but yeah. It's just <laughs> that that's fine. <laughs> it's just whenever I go in my room, it's just it's kinda lonely. And uh when you described your your room with uh it just it sounded nice. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, you're always welcome, Iggy. We're, we're good friends. Thanks. 
Hey, I got two more experiments I want to do with the rooms, though. That, that's fine. <laughs> I'll just tag along. Okay. I wish for a room that has a map to Drake Blood Moon in it on a desk. <laughs> uh, okay. You open, open the, the room, and there is a room with a desk. Uh, it's got some sconces on the wall. There's a, some candles. There is a map. Um, it is a map of... It is a map of Valentrell. Hey, that's something. Look at this, Igneous. It leads to that gift shop. It is that, and it, it's there's nothing on it. it. It's just it's basically just Valentrell, and it's like a map you would find at a gift shop or something. <laughs> like it's doesn't have like a big X on it or anything like that. It's just sort of a this is a map. Well, at least we know he's in Valentrell. Right. That's not like okay. a you are here uh, or like Drake Blood Moon uh, X on it. That maybe I don't know. Maybe that's just where the room thinks he is. Well, that's uh, something if the room thinks it. That's where I thought he might be anyway. So we could we could try it. You want what else do you want to try? Uh, let's see. How about I wish for a room that looks exactly like the room that Drake Blood Moon is currently in? Then okay. I open that up. Uh, uh, you, you open it up and it's kind of this gray swirling portal, the uh, gray swirling mist. And it's sort of there's bits of like shelves that come in and out of focus. And it's very fuzzy. And, and you kind of remember some of the things that you were told by Boone about um, conjuring these rooms, it's like if if you know exactly what you're looking for, or if you've been there before, you will see it clearly. If you can't conjure something that you've never seen, um, and it's whatever you think. So then you think like, oh, the map is probably because I think he's in Valentrell. That, that's why it showed me a map of Valentrell. I don't actually know that. Uh, it, I, I've never seen this place, so it can't conjure something that's not in your head because it's pulling out of your memory. That's it. Maybe we should just rest. Okay, well, maybe. Actually, all right, I'm so gonna, y'all um, slip over and uh, I'm going to find that forge in the blacksmith shop. Okay. Um, you you uh, head down to the first floor and you find a couple of utility rooms and there's, there is a there is a room that has uh, kind of a kind of a small kiln, and there's um, a couple of tools, but they're they're kind of beaten up. They're a little cobwebby. Um, a small anvil, you know. There, there's it, it seems to be more of like um, a maintenance room where I think like pots and pans and weapons and stuff can be uh, fixed lightly, but it's not like a full on like you couldn't make a weapon here, but you could fix a weapon. So it's more of a quick utility uh, type of thing. What is it that you want to try to make or work on? Oh, just to kind of melt down some uh, metal and try to form it into something else. Not a big piece of metal, but a little bit. What's the metal? Well, want to try and take some uh, clippings off of uh, Rebecca. See if I can melt it. And see if it will be reactive to fire. Okay, it's meltable. Yeah. Um, so you you take a couple of uh, clippings off of Rebecca's wool, um, put it inside of a um, one a little scoop that's like a fire, yeah, yeah like a long handle. I wish I knew my blacksmithing uh, term tools. Um, It's like a little scoop, a spoon with like a long Mm -hmm. handle that can go into the kiln. You light up the kiln um, with with pretty easy enough. You have some, I'm sure you have like a fire something ability, right? Cantrip. Um, And uh, you put it in there for, you know, good, good uh, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, You check it out every once in a while. It doesn't seem anything happening at first, but then over time it starts to, uh, almost burned, but then it becomes um, it, it, it's almost like mercury. It, it turns more liquidy and silver and, and lightens in color as opposed to darkens in color and uh, starts to congeal together into this hot uh, orangey metal uh, that's that's melted down. Uh, almost looks like steel. 
but like a hot steel right now. It's in this in this cup. Interesting. Uh, he's gonna try and uh, he's gonna try and make a mold, and he's gonna try and uh, make it so that it can make a ring out of that much uh, of the metal. Okay. Um, this is kind of a tinkering check. Uh, do you have tinkering tools? Yes. If you have a feat or uh, oh, or... I was a clan crafter as my. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I think I that's where I got that. So yeah, okay. So I'll say make a dexterity check with advantage. Okay. <laughs> Nine. Okay. The first um, sort of forging of of a you, you sort of find uh, some clay. Uh, off in the side, you know, there's there's clay, there's there's sand, there's different materials that that they use for like um, patching up parts of the castle and stuff like that. And you have to kind of bring in from another room and you you do f- kind of make this ring shape, but it's a little off and you pour the first uh, part of the metal and it goes in, it sort of cracks open and, and doesn't quite work. You still have some more uh, make another dexterity check with advantage. Twenty. 20. All right. So you pour that out. Um, but the metal that you poured in has solidified now into making the grooves, uh, into making sort of this, this ring shaped trough that you have. And now it's lined with a thin coating, almost like, you know, you're pouring chocolate into a mold and you pour it out and it has this nice kind of shell around it. So you pour the metal into that and it's almost like perfectly ring shaped. Um, other than the top, which could be sort of sanded and, and polished. Um, but you get it in there, and after a few minutes, um, you are able to kind of crack open the, 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 the clay, um, uh, like a dice mold, if you will, and, and uh, you kind of pop that out, and you take a polishing cloth with your tool kit and sand it down a little bit, and you have this, this ring um, that's made from the... Rebecca's the, wool. the filings of Rebecca's uh, wool, um, which, you know, from touching Rebecca and being near Rebecca has different like there's different um, healing properties. She's given you saving throws and stuff like that advantage. Um, you mentioned what uh, the other night um, yep. told you about ingesting it or being near it could give you uh, protective properties, but doing it too much or having too much of it uh, would actually uh, Effect- effectively just completely solidify you into this metal but only a little bit you're not sure hmm. next full plate you could do a, you could call it a ring of steel wool or something and we'll we'll talk stats later or I know what it does in my head but okay. uh, but if you put it on or you give it to somebody um, I will let you know what 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 happens okay that's it Wanna okay go, uh, Snuggle up, uh, spoon up with Iggy. <laughs> Are you a little spoon? Want to be a be? Which spoon? you're kind yeah, of bigger than him. Big spoon. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I can see uh, Theo being like, I don't know what to do with my arm. <laughs> just, it's just, I don't know what to put it. Can I put it under your head? Over, it's kinda, under. It's falling asleep. <laughs> Um, so all of you uh, are kind of, you know, some of you might be drifting off. Some of you are like working on subtle activities. Melbourne's kind of working on this uh, book, um, reading into it a little bit more. And then about four hours into your downtime, five hours into your downtime, uh, you hear this. Uh, coming from the the main lobby. Oh, Iggy, did you hear that? Yeah. Wake up, uh, buddy. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. We should. We should go. I'm gonna go. And then almost immediately, you hear Boone's voice from the distance. Here. Oh, somebody get down here! Oh. Okay, let's go. Prepare for a fight. Rush down. Does everybody rush down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. So all of you kind of get your get your bearings and get your stuff together and you rush down. And um, you head down the stairs, uh, one set of stairs, and you come into the main hallway. And um, what you see is in front, there is a dark 
purple smoky teleportation circle but it's not like the ones that you guys have used it's it's almost like a different energy um, it looks very similar though because you've seen this before in the dungeon torture room underneath the temple of avros that you originally all five of you met there was a a dark priest uh, that cast this that you you tried to um, tried to fight with and you as you were fighting this big undead zombie uh, ogre uh, he actually got away um, Theo tried to swarm him with I think it was spiders but he dispelled your magic and made it go away and, and then he got away and he said us oh, right you know and then and why that comes to mind is right in front of this this portal is that mage surrounded by five dark hooded pale skinned leather clad and long sword wielding purifiers to the right and left of these six humanoid figures are large 10 feet by seven feet wide uh, swirling masses of shadow and vapor and with these kind of uh, faceless maws that are kind of like floating almost like a mouth is opening over and over and over again with with tendrils coming out of where the mouth should be just <laughs> floating over the ground and the mage looks up at you and says we found you 